Welcome to the Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin, where to begin, grow, and aspire to become the best stylist you can be. Whether you're thinking about becoming a stylist, opening a salon, or developing your skills as an experienced stylist, the next step of your beauty career starts here. Each week, we'll discuss strategic ways to design, plan, and execute on becoming a stylist that excels behind the chair and above the bottom line. Here's your host, Tracy Franklin. No one wants bad things to happen, but they do and they will, and we need to be ready for it. So today I want to talk to you about becoming a stylist in a recession. We have been hearing that word hot and heavy since 2020, and I don't think it's going anywhere. You know, the media really wants you to stay tuned in. They make a lot of money off keeping your attention on them and the possibilities of bad things happening. So it's important to keep your mindset in a good place. You know, it's important to make sure that while you need to be aware of current events, don't become obsessed with them. Don't let them make you anxious and definitely don't let their influence stop you from becoming a stylist in a recession if that's what you want to do. The U.S. Bureau of Labor and Statistics projects growth in the beauty industry by 11% over the next decade. This is higher than the average growth of most other sectors. So this is a great industry to enter into now, even if a recession is around the curve. You know, roughly every decade we have a recession in the U.S., so it's not about if, it's about when, and we need to have a plan. So in 2009, I was a fairly new stylist and a salon owner, and I found myself in the midst of a recession. And I'll be honest with you, I was really scary. You know, we have a heads up right now that this is possible. You know, we can kind of see it coming. In 2009, we had no idea. We had no idea that people were going to be laid off at the magnitude they were. We had no idea people were going to be losing their houses and trying to figure out how they were going to be able to put food on the table. So what started to happen was, you know, people stopped spending money on the more extravagant services. I'm sorry, but that's the reality of it. People are going to be more concerned with covering their gray than they are with getting a fresh set of nails every two weeks. They'll polish their nails at home if they have to. They'll tweeze their own eyebrows if they have to. Being a business owner and being someone that owns a salon and a spa and someone that owned it during a recession, that's what I find to be true. And I hate to say it, but women are far more dedicated to their hairstylist than they are any other service provider in their life. So your client spending habits are definitely going to change. That's something that you can be certain of. And there are some things that you can do to minimize the loss behind that. And I think one of them is make sure that you're giving them a friendly discount on the products that they purchase. If you have a client that's still willing to purchase professional products from you, then you really have someone that's loyal. And I feel like that kind of loyalty during an uncertain time like that should be rewarded. Now, let me preface by saying these are all things that we don't want to ever have to do. You know, we put a lot of value in the products that we use, the colors that we use, our time behind the chair, and no one ever wants to have to discount that. But let me tell you, a discount is a lot better than losing that client to someone who is willing to do whatever it takes during a recession to make sure that that client stays on their book. 
Another thing that you can do is focus on what's really working. I mean, the evidence is going to be there. You just need to be looking for it. So yes, clients are probably going to create more distance between their highlights. And, uh, you know, if they're getting perms or extensions or Brazilian blowouts or anything like that, you're definitely going to see them looking for ways to eliminate some of those more expensive, more time consuming services. And so what you really need to focus on is what are they getting? What is showing up every single day? And for me, it was my root touch-ups and my haircuts. You know, I found my short-haired clients were definitely going to be there every four to six weeks getting their haircut because short hair loses its shape the fastest and they didn't like that and they didn't want to see the hair on their neck and things like that. So I really made sure that I took really good care of those people and those were the people I was asking for referrals. Like, send me your friends. I'm sure you have friends with short hair. I love cutting short hair. Please give them my card and send them my way. I would be happy to reward you with a discount for doing that. And thank you so much. Another thing was the root touch-ups. Nobody is going to let their gray hair start shining through. I don't care. I mean, (laughs) I'm just here to tell you. Once you start that process and the gray shows out, that hard line of demarcation is showing up in your face every three to four weeks. There's not much you won't do to make sure that that goes away. So my base color clients were my tried and true. Those were the people that were showing up for their appointments every four to six weeks without fail. Can you recession proof your business? No, I don't think you can. But I do think that you can show up strong every single day and still pour your heart and soul into your craft and your business and your clients and and this thing that you built and this thing that you're passionate about. Show up for it every single day strong. Do not give up. Things will get better. We're proof of that. As a nation, we get better every single time and we learn from every economic setback we experience. We grow from it. What can you do for your clients to add value? There are so many things that you can do behind the chair to show your client that you so appreciate the fact that they are still choosing you. That yes, they can choose someone else. They can choose someone cheaper. They can choose someone faster, but they are choosing you and that deserves some recognition. There are products out there that cost less than a dollar. You can do a deep conditioning treatment for your client in five minutes for less than a dollar. Why would you not make that one of the special little bonus things that they get to come in and experience? Another thing is a hand massage. What does that cost you? A few minutes and a squirt of lotion. Show up for your clients strong and let them know that you are going to get through this together. How can you adjust as a stylist and a salon owner to not lose your business? There are so many things that you can do to target your ideal client that doesn't cost a lot of money. And social media is at the top of that list. Social media doesn't cost you a thing. You should definitely be showing up with elements of humor and compassion in your social media every day, along with the marketing that is made wildly available to you on any of these platforms. It costs you a few minutes and zero dollars to create some really fun content that will inspire someone, that will make someone laugh, that will keep you on their mind because that's what we want. Their beauty needs are going to pop up randomly. And when that happens, you want it to be you that they think of. And you can do that on social media for free 99, honey. So when you're searching for your ideal client, you need to stop and think about what that really looks like. What does your ideal client do for a living? What does your ideal client's 
personal life look like? Are they someone that really likes to take care of their self or are they a natural beauty? Whatever it is, make sure that you're targeting that client. It is unnecessary to yell at everyone when you can whisper to the right person. Be intentional with the type of client that you're marketing to because those are the clients that are going to get you through the tough times. Their loyalty to you and the time that they spend with you is so important and you need that. And you guys are going to get through it together. When you're looking at your ideal client, is it better to have a budget clientele or a luxury clientele? In my experience, the best clientele to have is the clientele you have, (laughs) whatever that may be, whether it's a combination of both. But if I have to choose a luxury client or a budget client during a recession, This may surprise you, but I'm going to go with a luxury client every single time. And you want to know why? Because I have room there, don't I? I have a little cushion there. They can take a few things off the ticket. And that is still an income that I can live on, that I can survive on. So yes, I would rather do $100 haircut or one client that is going to do $100 worth of services than to have to take 10 clients to get the same $100. That's exhausting. So yes, I feel like a luxury clientele during a recession is definitely going to give you a little bit more of that comfort, a little bit more of that cushion. So what is your luxury clientele? The biggest difference is that your luxury client is probably not going to be living paycheck to paycheck and a recession hitting is not going to affect them in the same way that it would your budget clientele. When you think about your ideal clientele, think about someone who's Budget is going to give them the leeway to continue to stay on your books during a recession. If I could go back to 2009 as the stylist I am today and speak to myself as the stylist I was back then, I would remind myself not to give up. I would tell myself that the future is so bright and so exciting and you just have to get through this. Showing up for your clients and taking care of those who have taken care of you is my best advice to anyone. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin. If you enjoyed listening and you want to hear more, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. The Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin is a Morgan Franklin production. Today's episode was written and produced by Morgan Franklin. Editing and post-production by Mike Franklin. Want to find out more about Tracy and the Aspiring Barber and Beauty Academy? Go to AspireBarberAndBeauty.com. 